All right, welcome, welcome. This is episode six, no, five. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one of those. Uh, we have uh, our friend here, Gabe Campbell. He's a, a daycare owner in the Oak Park area. And uh, my name is Royce Brialis, and uh, my, my co-host, Dr. Raheem Young. What's going on, guys? What's up? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, WTF interviews. We coming back at you with another one. So, Gabe, man, talk to us, man. How many kids you got, man? What's the ages? Um, I actually own a uh, preschool learning center. Um, so, the ages of the students here at the school ranges from zero to six years old. Uh, we started at six weeks. Um, they graduate from our facilities at six years of age after completing kindergarten. Okay. So what made you um, get into this business or this line of work? Uh, that's funny you asked that question. Um, I got into this field because my parents had been in the field before me. Um, both of my parents are somewhat educators. Um, my father is a uh, a pastor, um, he's a uh, theologian, and so with that being said, um, teaching has always been in, in our family. So once my mother passed, I just picked up the torch and kept it going. So um, you said theologian. What does that mean for someone? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he's a Bible teacher, Bible scholar, you know. Okay, cool. What, um, like, what has been, like, your biggest challenge, man, in, in uh, having having the daycare? Um, well, a lot of times... Uh, I guess my one of the greatest challenges um, you as a as a business owner, but as, especially as a preschool owner, you definitely have to understand that you have a um, you have to have a certain acumen. And what do I mean by that? Um, you have to uh, carry yourself as a public trust. And there are just some things that I, as a preschool owner, as a black male. Uh, preschool owner that I can't participate in. Um, and I, I guess that would probably be one of the, the challenges. And plus, this field is um, very uh, saturated with women, or is saturated with women. So with that being said, um, men are scarce in this field. And there's some barriers that I have to break down just for being a male in the preschool environment. Okay. So you said there's certain things that you can't participate in being a male in the preschool. Just, like, you know, what's an example of what you're talking about. Um, just like, you know, how your buddies might drink and get crazy or, you know, maybe smoke or something of that sort. You know, I, I, I really have to remember, like, I'm a public trust. If my students or parents see me, I have to realize, like, uh, I have to carry myself in a dignified manner at all times. Okay, so like because if you go, if you see one of your parents at the strip club or something, then what? <laughs> right, right. There's an issue. There's an issue, and then now we'll 
I will go as far as give an example. Um, I was pulled over by the police one time, and I don't know, I think I probably told this story to you guys before. I was pulled over by the police one night, and I literally was going to get something to eat. My license plate light was out. The police pulled me over. One of the parents, I have no idea why she was out at one o'clock in the morning, but she noticed that I was out, and she noticed I was pulled over, and she was like, you know, and I, th I think it was like a holiday weekend, and uh, she came and took a child out to school and was like, yeah, I saw him pulled up by the police. He was out drinking, he was partying, blah, blah, blah. I don't want my kids going to school with an honest party. I wasn't even partying. Well, you know, she said that because she was partying. That's why <laughs> That's why she was out. <laughs> right. So, so to, to say the least, now, what if I literally was? See, it was all okay thing because I wasn't. But what if I literally was partying or you know, I was actually drunk and out of my own body, you know? Then I probably would have felt some type of way when she took a child out. But because I know that that wasn't the truth and that that's probably rarely the case, I was cool. If that's how you want to handle it, hey, you know? But that's a, that's, that's a small example. But it is an example of what how people think. Yeah, that's true. So what would you say, um, uh, how can I ask this? Um, you say you started, you, you started, you basically took over the business after your mom died. Um, what would you say the biggest difference is, uh, you know what I'm saying, bef a Gabe before running the business and Gabe after? Oh, like, man. What's, what's, what's the biggest difference? Um, I definitely matured. Um I definitely matured, and it's it's it is a different um, mind space when you are the leader opposed to being a manager. A lot of people think, "Hey, I manage this, I manage that, I'm ready to open my own business." That is not the case. Um, being an entrepreneur um, takes uh, skill. Um, you have to be a visionary, and a visionary is something totally different than a manager. A manager manage what the visionary uh what the visionary puts in place or what the visionary says so a manager manage that and it's easy to pick up what somebody else's vision is and manage the parts but when you have to actually sit down and create the vision those are totally two different things so i would say that i've actually grown in that area if that makes sense yeah that's cool so like uh like we know each other a little bit, you know, and um, you just said like maturity, right? Mm -hmm. But like based on um, past conversations, I know that you were mature enough as a young man to take another young man or take a child under your wing. So um, like, can you talk about that situation a little bit? Um. Okay, um, meaning like being a father type of thing? Yeah. Um, ask me that more directly so that I can make sure I'm giving you <laughs> the right answer, you know? So, okay, um, we talked about you having, having um, being in a relationship and your girl having a baby. And you taking, you you know, you raising a baby as your own. Oh, okay. Um, so 
I guess, what is the question? How is that? What was that experience like? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it has its challenges. It, it has its uh, ups and downs. Uh, you know, um, I'll say. Well, and, and being such a, a young, you know, a, a young man yourself. That grounded me as far as, that grounded me as far as how to manage. That laid the foundation uh, for me now because where it's not so hard for me to uh, manage my behavior because I was pretty much managing and watching my behavior because I was already raising somebody, uh, caring for a child and, you know, taking care of this child anyway. Um, So that, 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 help me to be disciplined for now Mm. because whereas I had to be disciplined with my money back then because I had somebody hinging on me um, helps me with the greater discipline now when I see larger amounts of money. So. Okay. How old were you? What'd you say, Gabe? No, no. I was saying, I guess that uh, help. I think um, how old was I when it happened? Yeah. Uh, I was young. I was really young. I was really young. I was, I think I was at the end of my teenage uh, years. Yeah. So like 18 and 19? Probably about 18. Yeah. Probably about 19 because that was, yeah, it was probably about 19. And I raised them up with my own kids like this is my child, you know. Mm-hmm. What did you learn about yourself from that experience? Um, Other than the maturity. I think that I probably learned that I was probably, uh, that I had a part of me that I needed to um, kind of guard because people would take take advantage of you being selfless. There's a, there's a limit that you allow people to take. So I think that I learned that in that. Um, environment that you have to place limits on people. Okay. So, um, oh, go ahead, Royce. Well, I was going to ask you in relation to that. Uh, what um, what conversations did you have with your father or with uh, with your parents during that time frame when you were? You know, taking, you know, uh, oh, that, you were becoming a dad. <laughs> and what, what type of uh, conversation, what type of advice did they give you? Or what, what did they t- tell you in that, in, during that time? Um, as far as raising the kids or as far as, uh, or as far as. Taking, taking over, as far as taking that responsibility at, at such a young age. Um, there was some pushback. My my there was some pushback from my father. Um, he definitely uh, he eventually came around to the idea, but um, there was a lot of pushback from him. And he had had a plan for me and wanted me to execute the plan exactly the way he had the plan. So um, there was a lot of pushback. Um, my mother, on the other hand, it was just like, oh, you know, it's okay. It's, you know, let's just do this and blah, 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 blah. But my dad, it was some pushback. Yeah. So your dad was like, uh, 
King Joffrey, man, from uh, coming to America. Like, uh, yeah. okay, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> it was almost like, um, you know, that chant that they say, "H no, we won't go." That's that's <laughs> that was almost the beginning parts of it. Yeah. What what the H stand for? Hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, like, I ask people this every interview that we have, and um, just to give context to the question because it's a little random. Um, a lot of times, when you think about abortion or choice, you look at it from like a woman's standpoint, or it's her choice solely to make. So. Um, you know, I always ask, like the dads we talk to, what what are your thoughts on abortion, or do you have an abortion story? That is a hard question. Seems that I deal with ninety percent of women, and I have to really watch how I answer this question. <laughs> Keep it one hundred, man. <laughs> um, I don't personally agree with abortion. Um, when my daughter, when my when my daughter's mom originally told me that she was pregnant. Um, I have to say this. I did think about it. Like, well, why don't you just uh, do this? But I don't, I don't agree with it for me and in and, and my household or in my line. Um, so at a moment that I felt like um, I wanted to use it as a get out of jail free card, so to speak, I, I had to think about it and be like, no, let me just take care of what the situation is and go forward with it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's not everybody's story. I do. We, you know, we all understand that. So uh, from my point of view, I don't agree with it, but, you know, I do think that that is the woman's choice. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's the parent's choice to, to be more legit. I think it's a parent's choice. And I think that the parent's, especially if you are two adults that know how to communicate. I think that should be a parent's choice. But for the most part, I think it's a woman's choice. So you said two, you can't have it both ways, man. Is it? <laughs> okay, well, what I'm saying is that if you are two parents that are in a relationship, I don't think that the woman should uh, just take over and dominate the situation and be like, hey, I'm going to have the baby. I think that that is if we are in a, a working relationship, I think that that's parents' choice, you know, if it's a working relationship. But then if you're in a situation where, hey, the guy not there anyway, you know, hey, then that's your choice. But I do feel that women, a lot of time, ex, ex the father out of those situations when I do think that it, it take two to make it. It takes two to take care of it. It should be a takes two conversation to have before it happens. So let me ask you this. So in those situations where the woman, um, I guess, you know, she's pregnant and then she goes to the guy and be like, you know, she tells him and he says, you should have an abortion. Uh, no, I don't want to, you know, be a part of it. And, um, if it's the woman's choice and she chooses to keep it, should she like pursue like child support, uh, some type of support from him? 
He coming with the good ones today. <laughs> what, what what do you say, Gabe? What do you think? Is this being recorded like video recorded too? <laughs> um I I honestly I feel like um that when when in that scenario that in that scenario where when she first initially when she initially goes to the guy I feel like emotions are answered are answering the questions at the time that when the initial conversation has happened yeah. I don't think that either party should um go off of that conversation but if it is a conversation where we both have thought it through and you decide to have a baby, you know, hey, I do think that women, again, we say it's your choice. It's your choice to have a baby. So let's, you know, make this your choice all the way around. I'm, yeah. I, have to, I, have to, I have to go that route. I would have to go that route. Okay. <laughs> Good answer, man. Good answer. Yeah. I'm going to get off the abortion stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're going to do some research around this, um, around that in, in the future. But and I, I literally feel that way, though, so, you know, because, um, like I said, I have a daughter. And um, there's, I, I actually love my daughter, but I mean, again, women feel like the children are theirs. I haven't seen my daughter. Now I think that that's I deal with I deal with kids all the time. I take care of people, kids, um, all the time. I haven't seen my child. So um, again, if you decided, you know, I feel like that's on you. You, you decided that. Mm. So, like, what? Um, I guess, like, what are the circumstances around that? She just. Like keeping you away from uh, your daughter. Oh yeah, my my daughter mom decided, um, you know, that she didn't want a father to be a part of the child's life, mm-hmm. and um, I could see the seeds of that have. I could see the seeds of that growing uh, while she was pregnant, um, and um, once the baby was born, um, you know, we started to. I'm the type of person that um, like to plan, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, we started to put plans out. And my plans and her plans didn't match. And she felt like, hey, this is my child. You know, and I'm going to take my child and go my own way. And, and and you might, people might be like, oh, well, why are you not fighting for your child in court? I've been to court, you know. Um, that is a slanted system. And it is not an excuse. Um, and then at the time that we were going to court, my mother was dying and I, I pulled out. I mean, I will revisit it, but at this point, it's just not something that I need to revisit right now. What was your daughter's mother's relationship with her father? Did she have a father in her life? My daughter was raised by her mother and her stepfather. I mean, my daughter's mama was raised by her, mo- her mother and her stepfather. And um, no, she did not have a working relationship with her father. 
So do you think like um I guess her the way that she views like a father's um value to a child is not there somewhere? Right. I definitely I definitely feel that um she has been reared and it's it's really weird because her mother has a or had a strong daddy daughter relationship, her mother. Um, but I guess when you don't have it, you don't value it. Yeah. You know. So I don't think she valued the father relationship. So what would you say? Um, let's say in the future you do go to court. You, you know, what I'm saying get visitation rights. Uh, you start building that relationship with your daughter again. Um, what's one thing you that you want to instill in her uh, as she grows up as a dad go, uh, teaching to her daughter? What would you want to instill in her? Um, my daughter is dark skinned um, and it's very it is very um, important to me that she um, has a strong self-perception of herself uh, her African American roots or her African roots, um, those are things that I really uh, press hard for. Um, and that um, I also would like to uh, instill in her that uh, an acumen where I don't need love from a man. I can have love from a man, but I don't need it or I don't need it to make me. I don't need another person to make me complete. I'm complete on my own. So that is something that I really think is important for a father to instill in his daughter. So like a sense of independence. Yeah. Well, not yeah. necessarily that independence that you hear the Beyonce sing about, but that independence of, hey, listen, I know how to submit to a man, but I don't need a man to make me complete. I'm complete on my own, emotionally and uh Psychologically, so it's self worth, right? Self worth. That's that's it. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So we're uh, gonna get ready to to wrap it. Uh, could you tell the people like uh, about your business again, or where they can get in contact with you if they had any questions? Uh, yeah. So we are located um, at eight forty seven Madison Street in Oak Park, Illinois. 60302. Uh, the name of the school is King's Kids Academy. Um, here we turn out scholars um, and we prep them for the real world. Cool. All right. Any uh, final thoughts, Royce? Uh, uh, questions? Oh, no, man. That's it, man. Definitely appreciate uh, the opportunity to interview you, Gabe, man. We definitely got some insight into your world, man. Yeah, Appreciate yeah, no Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right, peace. All right. Yes, yes. Thank you for listening to WTF Interviews. If you want to get in contact with us, you can reach us via our website, wtfatherhood.org. Uh, also, our Facebook page and our Facebook group will be listed in the description below as well. 
uh, I ask you to leave a, a review as it helps more people receive the message. And uh, again, until next time, be well. You already are.